right, we're back for another week of Scuttlebutt. I don't know why I like to sing when we yeah, do the show. Yeah, you really love singing Scuttlebutt. You should bring in the guitar next time, and yeah. we should do a ditty. I'll get my kazoo. We'll go old school, bro. Yep, yep. Okay. The old way. Yeah. Let's do that, man. Mm-hmm. I'm going to sing, and you're going to strum on the guitar. Chalk that up with ideas that we'll probably never get to. <laughs> yep. All right, let's do this. We're, we're hanging. hanging. Small Town Scuttlebots. All right, check one, two. Now I can't hear me. I cannot hear me. I cannot. Now I can hear me. (laughs) All right. Now if I can hear me, you can hear me. I don't know if that's a good thing. Be forewarned. This is episode 75. It's Thursday, January 13. I'm Rick. Mike is over there behind the computer on the other side of the table in the northeast corner of my basement somewhere in Medfield, Massachusetts. Did you see that? No, I was talking. Something just flew into my face. I was choking on a vowel. And I I just had a bug or something fly directly into my right eye. This was a matrix moment. That was a glitch. You and I both just went at the same time. (laughs) You did a visual. I did an audible. But you looked so stupid about it. All right, so we're in the northeast corner of my basement, just recovering from um, a nice weekend. How's how how are you doing, Mike? How's life? This is not going anywhere. What the fuck do you want to talk about? All right, Rick, uh, we're gonna try something new. Yeah, what's up? A lot of parents at the dinner table will ask, "What was the highlight?" Don't make assumptions, Mike. You don't know what we might or might not do. Of course, I know what you might or might not do. That's anything. I could say anything now, and you might, and you might not. Okay, you're being pretty hostile. This so, is a small town scuttlebutt. Take it down a notch. A lot of kids' parents, what they'll do at the dinner table is they'll say, "What was a what was a highlight of your day, and what was the worst thing?" Yeah, right. So, just from the last week, what's something good and something bad from the last week, Rick? We'll do a uh, good news, bad news. Good news, bad news on oh, small town. Scuttlebutt. I got the good news. Uh, we got some snow. We got six inches of snow. That's it? No, Medfield got like a foot. Foot. Yeah. Yeah. We got a foot of snow. I was going to say, we had 10 inches in Salem, and I think you guys had more down here. You mm-hmm. hit a foot. Yep. Saw it on the news. Yep. It came at the right time, like a Friday. And so we spent three hours on Saturday at the town hill. You know, the big hill in town. Yep. And you go there, and everyone's on it. And I, three hours, literally, I, I thought we were there an hour, yeah. an hour and 15. I looked down at the clock. I'm like, oh, my gosh, it is 4 o'clock. Yeah. Wow. I can't feel my toes. No, no. I was standing around. I mean, I, I go well prepared. Yeah. I actually, not to brag, but I was kind of an accomplished backpacker before I started, you know, procreating here. Yeah. And yeah. I had time for that. I actually wore what I wore when I ascended Mount Washington in the Whoa. winter. Ascended that thing. Yeah. And then I spent the night at the uh, weather observatory. So I was warm. I was warm. And the kids were warm because they're going up and down that hill. And going up is a major calorie burn. I went down a couple times myself. Yeah. 
actually. I was, went down uh, doodle power. I'm sorry? Oh, yes. Yes, Rex. Rex pulled you. Rex was pulling me down the mountain. To burn a doodle. Mm-hmm. Yep. Kind of like the Grinch. Doodle power. Yeah, doodle power. I had I was operating my sled on one doodle power. Yeah. It was cool. Very very fun time. Did you do any sledding yourself, Michael? Um, Did you find a hill with a bunch of kids and you hang out with them? No, I didn't. Good, because you don't have kids. Um, I sh- it would I, be weird if you did that. Yeah, no, I shoveled my driveway. Allie came out and helped. And then uh, then I went over and did the neighbors. And then I went over to the old guy's house and did his. Thank I'm you. sorry, I was falling asleep. I was asking not about snow shoveling. Well, here's what I will say. I want no, to know. I didn't, I didn't do any sledding. But I will thank you for calling it sledding and not sleigh riding. I've heard people... Get out. Yes. Who says that? Uh, where I grew up in Pennsylvania, oh. I had a handful of neighbors that would call it sleigh riding. Were they Amish? And I was like, get out. Yeah. Get back in your horse drawn. Yeah. But carriage. one of them one of them had an incredible driveway. Like just a cliff of a driveway. Mm-hmm. So they called it sleigh riding, which irked me to no end, but their dad didn't plow the driveway so that we could go sledding down it. Oh. So I I would allow it when they would call it that. Yeah, you'd be like, whatever, just but let me have access. But sleigh riding, to- like, I'm sorry, what? Were they? We like- aren't being pulled by one horse. Yeah, there's. Sleigh. We're talking doodle powers. We're sledding right now. You know those uh, little rosebud sleds? We all had one when we were kids. Maybe not you. What, what's a rosebud sled? You know. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Okay, Ro- you don't have to yell into my headset here, Jesus. Yeah, you peeked on the red there, Citizen Citizen Kane. Yeah, we all had those things. Right now, people use them as a flexible um, flyer. Yep, I guess you could call it that. Yeah, it actually is made out of metal and wood, and probably in America. Yeah, right. And now people might use it as uh, decoration, decor. Yeah, decoration on their front porch. Right, put some sleigh bells and shit on that thing. Yeah. What else would you put on it? Holly. Sure. Maybe um, tinsel. No, tinsel's terrible. You think tinsel's out? Yeah. Tinsel's no good. Um, I'll tell you what's not great, even though this is still our good news segment. Um, I didn't finish my point about the... Oh, um, I'm sorry. The 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 flexible flyer? Go ahead. Let's call it the rosebud sled. Yep. Anywho, no one rides those things anymore, and I just think, I look at those, and I'm like, how did they ever operate? Like, how does metal one-inch-wide rails with 80 pounds of kid on there... Yeah. Right. How are you going to push it down the powder hill? I mean, you have to wait till like certain conditions. Oh, yeah. And then know? once those runners get bent, forget it. Cool. Um, so sledding. I mean, that I welcome the snow. It's it's a good time of of winter. You know, we just got done with Christmas. We got a nice, fresh one foot blanket of snow that we got to enjoy for a few days. Yeah. Now it's back to the work week. School's in session. Right. All the snow has been pushed out of the way. We're good. It was good to it, go. It was got like, it out of your system. Yep, it was great. All right, what's your uh, bad news of the week? Oh, come on, Mike. It's obvious. The bad news this week is our, our buddy yeah. Bob Saget passed away. We're tight. We're buds. We still have a raw promo to cut up from Bob Saget. What do you want to do? Should we do play, you it play it now? In its entirety, uninterrupted, or do you want to go through it? I don't know. Either way. I feel like maybe we don't interrupt Bob Saget. Okay. Right? What, what are we going to add to? Here we go. Bob Saget. Yo. Hey, Rick Fink. Bob Saget here. I hope you're doing well. I don't know. Rick Fink, you want a promo? All right. You got a podcast. It's called Small Town Scuttlebutt. 
I had a scuttlebutt and it left a smear on the carpet because I rubbed my butthole like a dog in heat. Anyway, Rick Fink Jr., you recorded in your basement. Why not? Why not? Where else are we going to hang out right now, right? Let's be safe. Be in your basement with your friends, Mike Page. Hey, Mike. And Kathy Farris. Hey, Kathy Farris and Mike Page. You guys have great names. This podcast must be huge. If it's not, I'm going to do whatever I can to move it forward. And, uh, oh, Megan Kelleher does the news. Megan, hello. Normally, we don't always trust someone named Megan in the news. Well, some of us do. Whatever. I trust you, Megan Kelleher. And you guys talk about the petty problems we have to endure in your little suburbs, right? Nothing wrong with that. And then... Rick said to roast you guys. What am I going to do? You're in a basement. You got a podcast. Somebody listens to it. It's small town scuttlebutt. It's probably going to be like Shit's Creek, but in a real way, right? You're not in a motel. You're in a basement, but you're still living the suburban life. There's nothing wrong with that. I mean, that's what a lot of us aspire to. We live in this country and we want to live in the basement in the suburbs. That's my dream. I'm going to build myself a well in the backyard. Just sit at the bottom and wait. Wait until 2022, because this year is, is a freaking write-off. Anyway, I'm sending you guys all the success in the world, wishes for your podcast, and I'm just, you know what? Just wishing you health, you and your families, and, uh, you know, have fun and enjoy each other, which I know you are. Podcasts, I've been doing it. It makes me feel good during this time. I get to reach out, connect with people. I know you do that. I'm sure you're having orgies all the time in your basement. That's what you do, Rick, because that's what you are. Your name's Rick Fink. Sounds like you're up to something. Anyway, sending you and your families all my very best. And, uh, hey, have fun. And uh, thanks for asking me to promote you. <laughs> that was just... 2022? Yeah, that was... It's like, cringeworthy, right? Not cringeworthy, but it's do like... Do we keep this in and I think talk so. about it? Yeah, yeah, Okay, and so... And then we can talk about how fucking short life you never know. 2022. Okay, first off, I will always make fun of people for for making too big of a thing of a celebrity death and making it seem like it personally impacted them. Mm-hmm. It is sad that Bob Saget passed away, don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, but, Rick, you and I both, uh, neither one of us has listened to that in a long time. Yeah, We both, when he said, let's just look forward to 2022, we mm-hmm. both just kind of like gave each other a look like, ooh. Yeah. Because how weird is that, right? Well, it's so he was funny like, that he said 2021's a write-off. Like, yeah, that's a and he good was like, line. next year will be better. Mm-hmm. And knowing what we know now, like, ugh. Yeah, I don't know. Weird. What a weird... Okay, you know, so um, uh, awkward and tape is rolling. We're doing a show. What do we say about this? Uh, life is short. Life is short. And appreciate what you've got. Mm-hmm. Totally. Because I can't tell you how many times... Throughout life, it happens where somebody all of a sudden isn't around anymore, and it's like you never, you're never prepared for it, and and appreciate what you've got while you've got it. Yep. Anyway, talk like he's my best friend. We're doing that thing that people thought, you know, like going like we're yeah. such fucking hypocrites, Mike. But that's why I love our show, because you know, like I called myself out. You know what I hate, Mike? It's when people get on Facebook and they act like Betty White's death is like the hardest thing that they've ever had to deal with. They were so connected. Yeah, we're not doing that with this. I kind of am, I thought. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so overall, you know, Snow, good. Bob Saget, we miss you. Yep. 
But um, the year is going to go on, and we're going to do the best we can to make this the podcast that you said you would help make it become, Bob. I think just those kind words right there is going to help lift our spirits up and rise to the occasion. I like here, which which segues into the next thing, New Year's resolution. Yeah, here's but, but you're gonna yeah because I was gonna you're gonna say something. Yeah, here's the beautiful thing. New Year's resolution. No, here's the beautiful thing, Bob Saget. Did what nobody else does. I just closed on Bob Saget. I know, but we're not done yet. Oh, this is the epilogue? Yeah. Okay. Usually, people are like, oh, Rick, Rick, Rick. This this is great. I hear it a lot. Otis Key, you know, Mr. Finesse. I didn't get a nickname, all that. (laughs) Bob Saget flipped the script on that, Uh which is probably why we've never played that in its entirety, because you didn't want the, the listeners to know that he said, Kathy Ferris and Mike Page, boy, those are great. Those are great names. This podcast is going places. What mm. did he say about Rick Fink Jr.? Of course you spend time in your basement. You probably have orgies down there. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. That's a flex. Yeah, I guess it is. Well, it was, in well, a weird way, maybe it is. <laughs> By the way, you left your pants over here from last week. I know it's cliche, Mike, but I, I, I have a New Year's resolution for this show. That we're going to lose 10 pounds? No. Can I tell them about our, our coffee this morning? Our, we had a coffee date. Yeah. Okay. We had coffee with Dr. Lauren Beetlespocker. I furiously took notes. Yeah, you took notes. I, you know what I did, Mike, afterward? I just simply took a picture of the notes that she was drawing out for us. And now I'm walking away thinking we, in 2022, we can now take something else on, and that is our social media. I, I want to create buzz. You know what I'm saying? I want to get a website that's actually worth visiting. You know, measurable goals. Yes. That's where Dr. Lauren Beetlespocker's come in, and she's given us tips, and I'm so excited. Amazing. Yeah. So anyway, that's yeah, I New learned, Year's I learned a lot. And then I was like, oh, my God, I have to I have to work some of this into my Mike Page Studio posts, too. Mm-hmm. You're such a double dipper. Yeah. So cheap. <laughs> actually, that's very efficient. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Yes. That's why I was taking notes so copiously. Cop- no, copious amounts of Studious notes. So here's a surprise. Mm-hmm. Uh, this uh, Adventure Base Camp. Base Camps. Uh, excuse me. Adventure Base Camps. Yeah. Jeff Buell. Yes. Uh, we have an interview with him, but this interview already took place. I don't even get to take part. Well, um, well Mr. Buell uh, was swinging through town at 2.30 today, and you were not available. Was he swinging through town? Was he rappelling down from a uh, a cliff? When he was swinging through, or no? No, we're only about 800 feet above sea level here in oh. Medfield. He was repelling from an oak tree. Oh, yeah, well, that's cool. He came in. We talked about adventure base camps. Mm-hmm. I'm excited because I'm going to go on the next trip in March to Moab. What do you think you'll do? What do I think I'm going to do? Yeah, did Apparently. he already tell you all of it? Yeah, I know what we're oh, doing. Okay. Want, do you want to hear the interview? All right. Well, enough uh, chit chat leading up to the interview. Let's get right into this interview with Jeff Buell of Adventure Base Camps. All right, we got Jeff Buell from Adventure Base Camps in the studio with us. Jeff, how is it going, man? Hey, Rick. Uh, it's going fabulous. Can Thanks I, for having me. Um, thank you. And before I forget, because Mike and I always forget, will you do us this honor of, as a guest, I'll guess sign the board, the small town scuttlebutt board. Yep, nice. And um, I want to give you a T-shirt as well, a small town scuttlebutt T-shirt for appreciation for coming all the way out from the seacoast. 
Ooh, I like that T-shirt. You know, we we uh, Mike Mike, my partner here, he made that with a linoleum block print that he carved himself, and we we were stamping them in our driveway. Small town yeah. scuttlebutt, the podcast. Yeah, I love it. Over the summer, there you go. Yeah, gorgeous. So, Jeff, you got you're an entrepreneur. You got this business called Adventure Base Camps, and I'm intrigued because I like adventures. And I like to go to base camps, and I haven't been to one or part of something like this since I got married and had kids. Mm. Um, and that's a little bit because the demand of the job as you know, a parent, and uh, it's hard to get away for a couple of days. But my kids are a little bit older now. They're nine and seven. We have a little more flexibility, and I'm looking forward to getting out of the house. So I'm going to go on this trip. Yeah, that's exciting news. I'm looking forward to it. You fly in on a Sunday. Right, and you, you leave on a Thursday, and in that time, there's a lot of early morning yoga, mountain bike riding, some hiking, live music. You put a premium on great food. We've partnered with a local company, okay. uh, a dear old friend of mine who grew up in my hometown of Marblehead, Massachusetts. Yep. And their crew, mm-hmm. uh, professional mountain bike guides in Mo- in the Moab Desert, um, prepare all the meals. Okay. Um, we take, you know, we pay attention to food allergies and we, and they just produce these amazing lunches, uh, breakfast of course, and Mm -hmm. dinners each night. And, uh, in Moab, we're actually in a tented base camp. So we're in the desert in tents and we have kitchen facilities, a small bathroom facility off in the distance mm-hmm. to get a little privacy. Mm-hmm. And it's just incredible the quality of culinary delivery that mm-hmm. these people are able to create as our strategic partners. Yeah. Yeah. So we're getting up early. We're doing yoga. How, uh, i got to stop you right there. Yeah. How early is early? 7. A.M.? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So we're up at seven. <laughs> we're up at seven. The when sun's does, when, coming up. When does the day start? Like what time do I really need to be awake? Well, you can be awake whenever you want to be awake because everything is optional. Okay. Even okay. even what you described here is chili yoga. Yeah. Chili yoga. It's chilly in the desert in the morning oh, and yeah. it warms up during the day and it gets chilly at night. Mm-hmm. And you can do whatever you want once you're there. Mm-hmm. But we have an agenda. Uh, we have some professional yoga instruction uh, from Bailey, who's my partner in mm-hmm. this project. And she's from, she's a mountain climber from Denver, a level two certified yoga instructor. We have some it, great pictures on the, on the mm-hmm. website. And yeah. also if anyone reaches out and I send the invite and I'm sure the invite will explain things much better than me. <laughs> yeah. Um, even though I wrote the invite, but Hello. some to somehow you're intimidating yeah. me a little bit, Rick, Why? because because of the studio. Oh no! It's so don't. it's so beautiful. You're just in a basement. That's all. Yeah, I'm just in a basement. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> been there, done that. Yeah. So we so we kick it off. The desert yeah. is beautiful. Moab is is one of a kind kind of place. At base camp, we're saying, hey, listen, get physically, and mentally pre- prepared to be yourself, mm-hmm. whatever that is. Yeah. And that is the first ingredient to this project. Mm -hmm. The second ingredient is the stimuli that is created through the outdoor activity. You know, the riding of mountain bikes for three days straight in Moab. When you ask me about, you know, how the days go, we get up and yes, we stretch and we do yoga and maybe you know the moves, maybe you don't. It doesn't matter. I feel like I want to get physical. I want to get the endorphins going. I want to, you know, get the heart rate up, but I also... I'm 45 and I'm not an athlete. Well, you're looking pretty good right now, but, yeah, but I, what, would, I, would, I guess what I'm saying is where's nap time? Is, is so, there, a, is there a legit nap time? 
So 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 we're gonna yeah. we're gonna be out on the trail, and you know, there's always options. Mm-hmm. If you wanted to take a nap, you know, we'd let you maybe take a nap. We'll come back and get you later. But, I feel but, like but, if I took a nap, I would. You guys would just shit on me. I don't. I don't. No, we don't shit on you. Anybody. Wouldn't you? Wouldn't we, judge me, but no, you would judge me. No, we wouldn't. You we authentically wouldn't. judge me. We, we absolutely wouldn't. But what I'll tell you, Rick, is that if you, you know, by you saying, listen, I want to go to Moab and I want to. Take a nap. Ex- ex- <laughs> take a nap in Moab. Yeah. But I think by, by you making the commitment to coming mm-hmm. on a trip like this, yes. you know, you're going to mark that on your calendar and you're going to start looking forward to that. And you're going to every day leading mm-hmm. up to that say, you know what, I'm not going to sit on my butt. I'm going to get out and take a walk. I'm going to go ride my bike. I'm going to eat a little bit better. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's really important in life to have something you're working towards. Do people hook up on these trips? Um, I don't believe that's happened. And it's certainly not a singles type trip. It's a human being type trip. Yes. And I, I this is just a fun show, so we're having fun with it. Oh, but actually, I, no. You know what, though? Yes. We've had couples. So, um, you know, hopefully they hooked up. Yeah, yeah, right? I mean. You know, they're in, they have their own room, yeah, their own tent. Sure. And they're couples already. Yeah. Um, it's definitely a human being type project, and there's really not a lot of attention being paid to girls or guys or yeah. what the ratio is. It's whoever's, you know, meant to be there is who ends up being there. Is this rehab? It sounds like it could be a good rehabilitation for somebody. You know, I think um, it could be. And, you know, maybe down the line we would do like a dry expedition, you Mm -hmm. know, um, introducing the authenticity project, but controlling the container to the point where the people that come are dry. Mm -hmm. How am I supposed to deal with an annoying guest? Like you're over here. Be yourself. And I'm like, Jeff, stop telling that person to be themselves because that person's fucking annoying. Yeah. The shit yeah, out yeah. Of as the as the founder and you know director of operations, it's mm-hmm. a scary thought. I've worked to create some some gates mm-hmm. to try to, you know, know who's on the team. And it's not you know, it's not just anyone who wants to write a check. Mm-hmm. Okay. I've handpicked all these teams. Yep. And that requires an application, mm-hmm. a conversation, yep. a get to know you sequence, mm-hmm. and then you can write a check. One of the ways that we try to understand, you know, the individuals before we decide whether they'd be a good member of the team is that mm-hmm. we ask for a participation request to be filled out. The atmosphere or the uh, the podcast environment is new for me, so I'm yep. trying to learn how to navigate this a little bit right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you did fill out one of our. Uh, questionnaires and yeah. you know I did receive your answers and um, my glasses did, are not with me but I'm going to do my best to read did I get uh, all the answers right I know there, 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 there is no there is no right or wrong there is just Rick Fick or there's you can come on the trip and maybe well we haven't decided if you're coming on the trip yet or not <laughs> we've we, we understand that you would like to go on the trip that's right and, I keep talking and, presumptively like I'm going on and, it but and, I'm just being authentic you know, I think the first question is, you know, in 15 words or less, what is your philosophy on life? Mm-hmm. And Rick Fink. Hold on. Let people get a pen or pencil to yeah, write this okay, down because yeah, yeah. I'm about to get drop some science. Get the tape recorder out. Okay. So Rick says that his philosophy on life is be aware of everything around you, deflect nonsense, and engage with people and endeavors with an upside. 15 words on the dot. Is it? Yeah. I, I can't count. So, so um, you know, I always hearken back to mm-hmm. my uh, yearbook quote that I had, and mine was the only. Wait, you li- still live by your yearbook quote? No, but it's it's interesting that it was my quote. I can't even remember being uh-huh. in high school anymore. I mean, I, yeah. I'm losing my memory, but 
In my yearbook quote, I did put, you only live once, but if you live it right, once is enough. Oh, that's good. And my wife just Who said that, by bashes the way? me over the head about that. She just thinks Because you probably lame. say it every day. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, you know, I live it and breathe it, baby. Yep. Live it and breathe it. Yep. To me, it's great. To to mm-hmm. my wife, she thinks it's, you know. <laughs> it's you know, like, we know. We know all the yeah, kids at the table finished the sentence for you. Yeah, I don't know. I don't mm-hmm. know what her problem is with that. But anyway. Well, my, my philosophy, you only gave 15 words, but- Hypervigilance and seek the positive opportunities, you know, that extends to look around and, and help somebody that needs help. The second question is, as an organization, Adventure Base Camps believes that personal authenticity is a catalyst to better human connection. Mm-hmm. And then we ask the applicant, what does authenticity mean to you? And this is Rick Fink's answer. It means being open with your emotions and feelings or opinions. Being authentic while maintaining some authority comes from how these feelings and opinions are delivered. Empathy and the ability to read a room are critical. Otherwise, authenticity is just turns into blustering bullshit. That's a perfect answer, right? Is that the best answer there, you've ever had? There are had? no right or wrong answers, Rick. But there's a better answer than everyone else's. <laughs> yeah, I feel like this is my thing, Jeff, in my life, and this is something i got to work on, is... Sharing the society with other people, like that's something I need to focus on because I'm not the best at that. Like, I feel like my head's on a swivel. If there's something going on behind me, I'm aware of it. Why can't everyone else be like that? You know, that, that frustrates me. If you do come on the experience expedition, which is what, is mm-hmm. what we call it, I think that it, it could be a magical moment for you. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you know, it seems to me like you could benefit from maybe unplugging. Mm-hmm. Because you are maybe too aware, you're so hyper aware of everything around you. Maybe it would be good to get out in the desert and not feel the constrictions of what normal society offers you every day. Right. Um, so it is an opportunity to unplug mm-hmm. and you know to clean the slate. So the next question we ask is, why would you like to come on the base camp adventure? Mm-hmm. And this is Rick Fink's answer. This has got to be the most important question. I like think how much passion I, I, I do you think have? For the, no, it's no. We're not judging your passion, mm-hmm. but but you're judging your own passion. Sure, and you're making your own decisions about what you want in your life. Okay, and what you want to do, and where you want to go, and how you want to do it. And yep. you know, again, it's an authentic journey. It's a personal journey. You yep. know, it's not about us. It's about you from right. the inside out. And this is your answer. Honestly, I've been a stay-at-home dad for several years, and I need to get out of the house. I do. So. That, that's a powerful statement, Rick. You need to get out of the house. I do. My wife, <laughs> you know, I, I, I got the permission slip signed by my wife. I don't think I was done asking. I'm like, hey, what do you feel about me going on this trip to Mo-? She's like, you had me on going on this trip. Where is it? Moab. Sure. When? It's in March. Okay. So the next question is three qualities that you'll bring to base camp. And Rick Fink answered. Do you consider sarcastic wit a quality? I'll contribute a supportive atmosphere during physical challenges. Also, my conversations get deep. Yeah, man. 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 They do. Then we go on to asking about hobbies. Um, Rick answered woodworking, podcasting, photography, and stand-up comedy. Mm-hmm. So that's very interesting. And maybe you could do a set at base camp. Maybe. Maybe I'll, I'll, I'll get enough material. Be organic. Sure. You'll do a whole thing about base camp yeah. after. Um, we ask, how do you rate your conditioning at the moment? Mm-hmm. And Rick put an eight. Yeah. Now that's, 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 that's high. Yeah. That's also, um, not authentic. 
Okay. Okay. So but that's that's where you want to be. Well, yes. So the authenticity here is the fact that I'm telling you yeah. that I am projecting I will be an eight when I go to Moab. Right now, I'm a I'm a five. Yeah. Interesting because, you know, I do say on that um, on that request, you know, this is not a test. Mm-hmm. This is just like a get to know you so yep. we can set up a call. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it'd be okay if you put a five. Yeah. And I do want to stress, actually, to your listeners, you know, this is not, you know, we're not creating a situation that's unmanageable. We want our participants, our athletes to prepare so they can get the best benefit from the experience. Mm -hmm. But we're not competing. Yep. So, you know, it's okay if you're a five and it's awesome. It's really okay if you want to be an eight because Mm -hmm. you're going to have to work for that. Sure. And, you know, that is one of the deliverables of this project. Okay. Is the preparation. Mm -hmm. Um, Here's my favorite one. Okay. What's your favorite movie? Yeah. What's your favorite movie? Legends of the Fall. Mm-hmm. Not mine. No. Rain Man, baby. Yeah, Rain Man is what Rick answered. Yeah. And, um, I Definitely Rain Man. Yeah, Rain Man. Yeah, Rain Man. Um, I feel like we talk about Rain Man a lot on this show, too. Uh, I bet. Well, it's your favorite movie. <laughs> yeah, I, it's references every I, every I, couple episodes. It comes up. I don't know why. You can learn a lot of from uh, about a person from their favorite movie, I think. Yeah, you Absolutely. know what? You would I would think you'd like Rain Man. It's a road trip. I love Rain Cincinnati Man. Cincinnati to L.A., two guys. I mean, I love Tom Cruise. Yeah. Who you know, doesn't? He's a stud. He is. Yeah. He's I also mean, like, Top Gun. Yes. I mean, what's up with the new Top Gun? Like they keep pushing it back because people aren't going to the theaters right now. Yeah. As soon as they do, I'm a movie buff, I and had that's go- why that's one of the reasons I asked that question. You know, I love movies. Just to finish up this little segment, uh, we asked, "How do you relax?" And you said, "Drive your car." Yeah. And I can relate. Mm-hmm. I love driving my car. Is that the best? Yeah, it's the best. You have total control. Yep. You shut the door. You were, you just sealed yourself into a little pod. That, your pod. Yep. Uh, and then the final one was, how do you rate your your authenticity in your regular life? Mm-hmm. And uh, you put nine. You know, like I said, it's not a test. Ten would be, what, it'd like, be like an open book. Zero to ten. Zero yep. to ten. Yeah, open book. You holding back at all? No, not really. I mean, yeah. the only time I hold back is when it's socially inappropriate. You know, I don't want to be inappropriate. There is- all the time. Well, you've been, you've been very gracious with me as kind of like an inexperienced podcast guy. Mm-hmm. Like you, you've shown a lot of patience with me. Yeah, it's uh, cool. But but it's interesting you bring that up because you're like you wouldn't call a baby ugly, mm-hmm. you know. Um, I would. There's you, some ugly babies to, to, out there. Yeah, you know, there's tons of ugly oh, babies. I say, but know, I just say like, ooh, baby. Yeah. You know, yeah. I don't say like, oh, that's a cute baby. Like I'll never say that it's cute if it's an ugly baby. Really? But unnecessary authenticity. You like he's calling a baby ugly when it is ugly. Yeah, that's you don't me. Need, that you're not helping anybody. If I'm having a bad day and I see an ugly baby and I go up to it, I'm like, you are the ugliest baby I've ever seen. And that makes you feel better? Yes, cause, and I'm laughing because, you know what, that baby didn't understand a thing I said. Ugly baby. Yeah, okay. Unproductive. So, like, we, yeah. don't, we don't promote unproductive authenticity yeah. at base camp. The authenticity piece is about yourself. Yep. So, like, you could call yourself an ugly baby. Oh, yeah, self-deprecation yeah. is great, yeah. I mean, were you, were you an ugly baby? I, I was a cute kid. Yeah, I bet. I was a very cute baby. I would charm, I'd, I'd charm the moms at the grocery store, yeah. according to my parents. Just, I love you. Can I tell them I love them? You know. Yeah, yeah. You were that kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cute yeah. baby. Cute baby. <laughs> That'd be a good t-shirt. <laughs> yeah, cute I, baby. I used to be a cute baby. Yeah. Uh, to learn more about Adventure Base Camps, you can go to Adventure Base Camps, that's plural, with an S at the end, AdventureBaseCamps.com, and they have two trips coming up. You've got the Moab trip. March 20 through 24 okay. in Moab, the Moab bike and hike. Mm-hmm. 
And then we're going back to the flagship base camp in Montana. Uh, by the way, the, the Moab bike and hike is at a tented base camp, so it's a little bit more edgy. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we're back to the flagship base camp in Montana in late May uh, through June 2nd. So mm-hmm. I think it's May 29 through June 2nd. And that's a, you know, that base camp out there is a, a pretty luxurious uh, log cabin. Nice. Uh, kind of mansion. Everyone gets their own room. Uh, and that's perched great. at the base of the Bitterroots. Mm-hmm. And you can also find us on Instagram at adventure.basecamps, plural. Mm-hmm. Check it out. And, you know, I'm available. Uh, you can reach out to me via the website or Instagram, and I'll get right back to you and answer any questions. Okay, cool. Yeah. Great. Well, thanks for coming in, Jeff. Yeah. Thank you, Rick. I appreciate it. Yeah. All right. All right. What did we learn today? Sledding, never to be called sleigh riding. Scuttlebutt is getting a facelift. We're even going to get our social media in on the act now. We are getting this ship running. This is going to be a, uh, what do you call that? A well-oiled machine. So if you're not following us on Facebook and Instagram, get on that. You are missing out. Well, maybe you're not missing out yet, but next week you'll be missing out for sure. All right. Uh, Also, if you're an active midlifer that wants to hang out with other people that love nature and traveling, check out Adventure Base Camps. Just for the record, one of your team members will be named Rick Fink Jr. if you are traveling to Moab, Utah. And uh, by the way, this is a four-day trip. Thanks for listening, everybody. Have a great week. And rest in peace, Bob Saget. Yeah. Minor oversight, Mike. Gone too soon. (laughs) 